Welcome to the Vertical Church Podcast. Now here's Pastor Josh Butcher with today's message. Uh, just like uh, just like Kristen said just a few minutes ago, we're going to talk about Iron Man. How many people, let's, let's try to do that again. How many people like Iron Man? Yeah. Iron Man and Batman are my wife, Hope. That's, those are her favorite superheroes because... Um, because here's the thing, like Iron Man, Iron Man is awesome, right? Like he's unstoppable. He can, he can do it all. Like he can fly, he can shoot lasers. He's got like weapons in every square inch of that, that suit. But the deal is he's just a normal guy. Like if you take off the suit, Tony Stark isn't really, um, he doesn't have any superpowers. It's not like it's not like Superman, where if you if you punch him, Tony Stark will get bruised. You know, like he could bleed, he could die. He doesn't have any weird mutation. He, he's never been. Uh, he's not radioactive. He's never been genetically altered. All of his DNA is just normal. It's just that he has this really cool robot suit, right? Like, like look at that. That that's a. That's a bad man, you know? Like, that's a bad suit. And, uh, in fact, one of my favorite kind of uh, to capture the, the, the heart of Iron Man, there's this scene where Iron Man fights a tank that I think is just so cool. So what I want to do to kind of get us all on the same page of how cool Iron Man is, I want to show you a couple clips from the Iron Man uh, library. And this is one of my favorite because he just, he just bleeds cool. I'm a bad man. Don't mess with me because I am awesome. So let's roll that first clip and check out my man, Iron Man. And then he like just he he just like crawls out of the, the hole, dodges another one, and then just like what you want. And he shoots this little tiny like missile and just explodes the whole tank. And then he just stands there like, oh yeah, I did that. I'm bad. And I love how he just turns around and walks away before it even explodes. Because he's like, I am I am that that bad of a dude. I'm gonna kind of move out here more closer to the middle. Uh, he's like, I'm that bad of a dude. Uh, and he is. It's so cool. Um, Iron Man, Iron Man is awesome, but Iron Man also lives in a world that's really messed up, right? Like, his world is really jacked up. Like, it seems that Iron Man never gets to fight normal criminals. Have you noticed that? Like, Spider-Man will, will, will take down the occasional burglar or the occasional, like, you know, uh, purse snatcher, and he'll just, like, web them up and hang them up. But Iron Man never faces anybody like that. Like, Iron Man's people are always, like, mutant, alien from another universe, evil army of robots coming after this guy, right? Like, he always faces these just incredibly insane people. But I've also noticed this. In Iron Man, there's almost always one lead bad guy. Have you noticed that? Like, like these are the three different movies, and, and each of them have a, have a main villain. 
And for whatever reason, this evil boss wants to destroy the world, right? Like they want to take out the entire world. And in fact, they want to make life miserable for everybody. It's like they're miserable, so they want to make life miserable for everybody. And here's the deal. Young and old, boy, girl, the oldest person in the room to the youngest person in the room, we all have an enemy in our lives. And our enemy, whether you want to call him the devil or Satan or enemy or whatever, uh, Paul writes about him in a, in a book to the Corinthian church, a letter to the Corinthian church, verse 4 of chapter 4. He actually says this. He says that the enemy has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. Meaning that those who, who have not surrendered their life to Jesus, they're actually blind to the work of this, this evil boss. And his goal is to stop you and me from experiencing any good thing that God would have for us. The devil, he does not want us to be healthy. The devil does not want us to be happy, to experience prosperity, to experience peace. He doesn't want any of those good things that God would have for us. And so he spends his time putting things in our life that, that tries, to, tries to keep us from living the life God has for us. In fact, Jesus puts it this way in John chapter 10, uh, verse 10. He says that the enemy, talking about the devil, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. In other words, any time in your life that you experience loss, death, and destruction, that's the work of the enemy. This is what Jesus tells us. Every time you experience one of those things, um, it, it might be sickness, it might be uh, fear, uh, it, it could be confusion or, or, you know, if you lose a loved one, because loss, death, and destruction are works of the enemy. But Jesus says, I'm not about that. In fact, I come that you would have life, the exact opposite, uh, because God hates, you got to know that God hates loss, death, and destruction because those are the works of the enemy. But sometimes when those things come into your life, it can kind of feel like you're being surrounded, you know, like surrounded by these things that the enemies put to trip you up and to, to cause you not to experience God's best for your life. In fact, there's another scene in Iron Man 2 where he's surrounded. He and a friend are surrounded by these evil like robots, right? And, and I think sometimes that's how life feels. Check this out so you know what I'm talking about. Let's roll the second clip from Iron Man 2. All right. You go up top, I'll draw him in. Well, don't stay down here. This is the worst place to be. Okay, you got a spot where it's mine. It's the kill box, Tony, okay? okay? This is where you go to die. Sometimes in life, it can kind of feel that way, where you're just surrounded by, by everything, and, 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 and everything's just being thrown at you, and, and you just you don't know what to do. And sometimes we can get in that position, and we can want to give up. And that's the temptation, is to just throw in the towel. It's never going to work. It's always going to be this way. And the truth is, a lot of people do that. A lot of people just give up. But here's the deal. For those of us who have received Jesus, we are children of God. 
Like we are God's child. And because of that, just like Kristen said, our, our verse of the day, the God who lives in us is greater than anything that tries to surround us. The God who lives in us, when we surrender our lives to Jesus, he puts his spirit in us, and the God living inside of us is greater than any evil army that tries to surround us. I love because Jesus and Iron Man like, make sense to me because Iron Man's got an attitude, but Jesus has an attitude. Check this out. Uh, John chapter 14, verse 30, Jesus says this. He says, the ruler of the world is coming, the enemy, the devil, the Satan. He's coming, but he has no power over me. Isn't that a bad statement? Like, step back, Jesus. He just like, like, bro, Satan, do you lift? Like, you ain't got no gains. You can't be talking about that, bro. He's like, listen, he's coming. He ain't got no power. He's got no power over me. And dude, when Jesus goes to the cross and the grave and the resurrection, he kicked the devil's hind end so hard, he got nothing. He has nothing on Jesus, death couldn't stop him. The devil couldn't stop him. Loss, destruction, none of that could stop him. And here's the really cool thing. Jesus makes that same power that caused him to come out of the grave. He makes it available to you and me. He, 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 he gives that to us. He puts his power, his Holy Spirit inside of us. And in a way, do you, like, like it's kind of like, like Iron Man's arc reactor. Do you know what powers the Iron Man suit? This is what powers the Iron Man suit. It's this, it's this reactor, well, really, it's his heart. You ever thought about that? The thing that powers Iron Man's suit is his heart, because he's just a normal guy with a big power source in his heart. Right where his heart should be, there's this enormous power. You and I, we are normal people, but we have access to, a, to, to an extraordinary power that lives in us. We aren't unstoppable. We aren't powerful by ourselves. Tony Stark can get hurt, but Tony Stark in the Iron Man, Iron Man suit uh, with, his, with his arc reactor powering everything, he is unstoppable. It's not about us being powerful. It's about God's power residing in us. So how do we tap in to this power that lives inside of us? I want to show you one, one slide, two things to do to activate God's power in you. And here it is. Here are the two things. Speak and do to activate God's power in you. All over the auditorium, let's say that together on the count of three. One, two, three. Speak and do to activate God's power in you. It rhymes. That's on purpose, right? Easy to remember something. Let's do it one more time. Speak and do to activate God's power in you. See, to activate God's power in us, we have to, we have to speak his word. That's why, that's why reading the Bible and memorizing scripture is important. If you don't know what to speak, do the memory verse. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. You come into a, a conflict, a battle, or, or you're, you're, you're frustrated with school, or you're not picking up what you're supposed to pick up in class. Wait a second. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Let's say that. Let, let's just say that together again. Ready? One, two, three. Greater is He who is in me than He who is in the world. 
You got to speak that over your life because what we speak over our lives a lot of times is, well, this is too tough. This is too hard. I'm never going to have victory. I'm never going to have success in this area. We're speaking those things over our life instead of speaking, no, wait a second. Greater is he who's in me than he who is in the world. And then after that, we actually have to do something. We have to do something because here's the deal. I, uh, Tony Stark doesn't get in the Iron Man suit and just stay still. No, he punches, and when, check this out, when he punches, the suit punches. When he kicks, the suit kicks. It's not Tony Stark's powerful kick that kills the enemy. It's, the, it's Tony Stark deciding, I'm going to kick, and my suit's going to activate the power that's inside of me to kick this enemy in the teeth, right? So we got to speak and do. When we do something, God's power in us does it too. A lot of us are just way too passive in our relationship with Jesus. So here's how this plays out. When you study, God's spirit inside of you studies with you. When you, when you go to work and you sit at your cubicle and work on that project, God's power in you is doing that alongside of you. Kids, when you do chores to earn money, God's power is doing that with you. When, amen, parents like, preach it, pastor, do some chores. When you tell somebody that thing in your life that's going on that nobody knows about, God is right there with you, empowering you to do that. When Tony does something to destroy his enemy, his suit does it with him. And when you do something, when you speak God's word over your life and you follow in obedience the thing that he has told you to do, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is doing it alongside of you. And so in a way, that, that scene we showed where Tony gets surrounded, right? Iron Man gets surrounded. I love the way that scene ends because it reminds me like, like I have this power living inside of me. And sometimes if I will speak and do and activate God's power in me, didn't rhyme when I said it. Anyway, I can do this to the devil. Check out this last scene. I want to should lead with that next time. Yeah, sorry boss, I can only use it once. It's a one-off. We get to do that, why? Why, why, why do we get to do that? Because greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Amen? Amen. And so here's what I want you to remember. Two things, memory verse. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. We have scriptures, you might want to do this. We have scriptures in our house on every wall imaginable. Why? So that we see them and then we speak them over our lives. We speak God's word over our lives and it changes our mind. Our mind is renewed because we speak the truth, not a lie. We, we, so many of us choose to believe a lie, but we need to speak the truth. So speak the truth over your life. You may want to put it on your mirror in the morning. Kids, you may want to put it on your, uh, 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 right beside your bed. He'll have your parents help you write it out to remember, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And so I speak and I do to activate God's power in you. I'm going to ask Pastor Hope to, uh, to lead us into one more song this morning. In fact, but back before she does that, I actually want you to just pray over us so that, so that the, the heart change, because some of us may need a heart change. We may need to swap out, you know, an old reactor with the new reactor. 
and, and, and just lead us in that prayer. And then we're going to sing one more song, King of My Heart. Thank you so much for joining us today. We always appreciate hearing how God is moving in your life. We all have a story to tell, and we'd love to hear yours. Please visit verticalchurch.tv and click on the little pencil icon called Amen Corner to tell us your story. Also, if you'd like to support the ministry of Vertical Church financially, you can do so by clicking the giving link at verticalchurch.tv. Thank you again for taking the time to join us as we point those far from God to life in Jesus.